Good day everyone and welcome to the Human Development Zone brought to you by the Education Support Forum. Today we are privileged to have Sonobise Sevata from Thomson Reuters. She is the head of corporate communication. Good day Sonobise, how are you doing? Good day, Isai. Good day to your listeners as well. We are um, good and happy here in South Africa um, at uh, Thomson Reuters and now with Phonetics headquarters. Yes, oh, no, great, great to have you here on the program and uh, thanks for taking time out to just tell us more about what you guys are doing from a corporate social responsibility uh, perspective. So do you want to tell us if you guys have a corporate social uh, responsibility uh, initiative of any sort that you have at uh, Thomson Reuters? Yes, for sure. I will definitely um, take you through it. Uh -huh. So, so obviously, let me let me put some context to it. Okay. So, Thomson Reuters' uh, financial risk business at at the beginning of this year was actually um, transacted into a new entity through a partnership with Blackstone, a private entity firm based in New York. Um, in October, the, the, the deal was finalized. So our financial and risk business is now Refinitive. Refinitive. And, um, Refinitive, yes. Wow. And, and, and the reason for our name, if I must indulge, mm -hmm. is um, the fact that we are firstly retaining our Reuters history. We have uh, over 150 years of being in the African continent um, as, as Reuters. Mm -hmm. So we the RE is for our, our Reuters history. Mm -hmm. The FIN is obviously for our financial and risk uh, uh, business. And the TIV, we wanted to show a continuum of um, innovation, of ongoing collaboration. And what? overall, we also just wanted to show um, the, the, the openness, the simplicity, and the boldness um, that we will be putting into our company going forward. Wow. And one of the things that we definitely will be doing going forward is retaining our corporate responsibility and inclusion um, priorities. Wow. You know what? So when I hear of refinitive, do you know what I think of? What do you think of? Indulge me. Definitely refined. Yes. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on is I, in fact... Uh, James who is our managing director for Europe, Middle East, and Africa, was mm -hmm. in Johannesburg and in Lagos this week, yeah. and he has a very, very apt saying on how to define refinitive. He says exactly like he said. He says, "If oil is the new, uh, um, is the new currency, is, if, I'm sorry, if data is the new oil, yes, then refinitive is the refinery." <laughs> Okay, so I'm glad that uh, I think like your CEO, so great minds think alike. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so yeah, just tell us about your, your corporate social in initiatives that you're running in South Africa or Africa-wide because our audience sure. are across the globe, so we want to know, but yeah, focusing on Africa maybe. Sure, we'll definitely do that. So under our CR&I, Corporate Responsibility and Inclusion, we have three segments. Um, diversity and inclusion being the one pillar, the second mm -hmm. pillar being community investment, the third pillar being sustainability. Mm -hmm. Under diversity and inclusion, we have business resource groups mm -hmm. um, that are employee-led, but we also work 
uh, a lot with our customers to make sure that we are driving these agendas locally. So we have the we have about eight resource groups globally. Mm-hmm. In Africa, we focus on three of on four um on three of them. One being women at two women at the center. Mm-hmm. And the other one being pride at work. Yeah. And uh, the the last one being the Black Employee Network. Wow. And we chose these three really because they're the most relevant for our continent. Mm-hmm. As you know, um, South Africa's history was very very important that we position um, the the uh, the uh, um, economic empowerment for every race. True. Um, then, then in terms of women, you know, making sure that we are continuing to make sure that women are represented in boards, women are represented at the leadership level, and that young women who are coming into the organization feel safe, they feel um, part of the team, they feel as if they have equal opportunities. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, and then, and then yeah. under, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. Right. Then under the pillar of community investment, we have our global volunteer networks. Mm-hmm. Our global volunteer networks are also employee-led. We have um, a community on our internet, our internal hub, where you can onboard um, an NGO that you feel that we should be supporting as a company. Mm-hmm. The company then donates money, donates gifts to those to that organization. We also give our employees. Uh, two days um, uh, to go and support organizations. They are paid for days. The employees wow. can take them at any time during the year, mm. and they just log them in as hours um, on on the global volunteer network wow. that we have. Wow! If I may even say, in the past year, in the past year or two, we've had over five hundred thousand volunteering hours wow. um, that our employees have given back. NGOs did you say community. did you say half a million hours yes wow half a million hours of volunteer that. work that's amazing okay absolutely absolutely and we've donated over uh two million dollars wow. in, in 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 to charities through, mm. through this through this volunteer network interesting interesting so you yeah. know what I, I just saw on uh on the thompson raters uh website that uh, your company is a member of the UN Global Compact and is helping yes. in the attainment of the uh, Sustainable Development Goals. Wow, that's quite uh, responsible of you. Yes, in fact, we've been a signatory now for years mm-hmm. and uh, we've gone beyond just in signatories, as I. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we feel that we can't just uh, say with signatures by word of mouth, we have to mm-hmm. actually put action into what we do. Yeah. So we partnered, for instance, this year with Accenture mm-hmm. and under our Women at TR, a uh, Women at Definitive um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Business Resource Group, and we had uh, an event called Voices of Change, where we were, you know, uh, debating really, really uh, um, pertinent issues to our societies. We hosted mm-hmm. these events in Lagos. Yeah. In uh, in in South Africa, mm-hmm. in New York, and in London. Wow. And uh, of course, this is part of um, sustainable development goal uh, um, on gender equality. Wow! 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 In addition to this, mm-hmm. we have matched our products to to solving solutions um, to solving uh, uh, global problems. Wow! 
in Africa, we have a product that we will be launching that has just been finalized called the Bankable Farmer. Bankable Farmer. Yes. Okay. It addresses Sustainable Development Goal 2, mm-hmm. Zero Hunger. Wow. The Bankable Farmer Initiative is a co-creation that we did with AFRI. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, just to give you a, a, a short preview on it, it's going to help smallholder farmers mm-hmm. to be able to get funding from large banks. Okay. In the past, it was very difficult for smallholder farmers to get funding because they're um, because they they not always able to present their financials. They're not always mm-hmm. able to present the 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 risk mitigation components yeah, of their businesses. Yeah. And yeah. through our data through the AFRI's um, know-how and knowledge hub and yeah. uh, networks in, in the farming industry, we'll be able to now be able to provide banks that data so banks are able to give smallholding farmers commercial value. Wow. So basically you're de-risking um, uh, smallholder farmers, basically. Correct. Wow. Correct. Sorry, you said, who did you partner with for the Bankable Farmer Initiative? AFRI. AFRI. G-R-I. Oh, AFGRI. Okay, okay. Yes, Interesting. Yes. Uh, then now, I'm going to ask you, because I see that you have taken what Michael po- Professor Michael Porter from Harvard University calls uh, creating shared value, and you're taking yes. your products, uh, but uh, almost taking a social entrepreneurship view and solving real problems that Africans have. So now, since you're in the information uh, and news business, and you know the proliferation of fake news in this um, in this day and age because of ICT and 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 internet and all, right? So, how are you guys, as as Thompson Reuters, actually coping with uh, fake news, with uh, fake journalists, and and you know the, the the list continues, yeah. All right. So so that would be so our Reuters news division would be able to actually provide you with a response. So I'm going to try. Okay. Um, because we are, because uh, Reuters is a, a public company, uh-huh. it, is, it is of utmost importance that they retain the trust, they retain um, the, 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 their, lev- their reputation in mm-hmm. the market. Um, and so there is a very stringent uh, level of, um, of getting any news that we we put up onto our customers, yeah. whether it's via our, our finance and risk products, whether uh-huh. it's via Icon mm-hmm. or, or, or any other um, medium, we also have a very good risk product called World Check, uh-huh. which has a lot of um, news uh, um, with, onboarded within it as part of the, of a service. Yeah, and within that, we make sure that. The news that we've onboarded are vetted, mm-hmm. that they are not fake news. Wow. In addition, the Thompson Reuters Foundation does a lot around um, demissing uh, concepts, news mm-hmm. that are fake, yeah. um, promoting you know um, good, good, good value, mm-hmm. uh, promoting ethics, yeah. uh, and um, things that really drive drive our society. So there's a lot that happens around mm. making sure that um, we are given correct uh, and data-driven news. Wow, wow. Okay, so um, 
I have two more questions. Okay, the first one is, I know I've seen on the Thompson Reuters Foundation website that everything is about trust. Uh, there's the trust conference, there's the trust law, there's trust, trust, everything is trust. Um, yeah, tell me more about why trust? Why not other values? Why that particular value? It's simple. It's uh-huh. If we are to call ourselves the largest data company in the world, mm-hmm. we have to make sure that the data that we are produ- we're providing you, we're providing our customers, we're providing the world, the continent, mm-hmm. is correct, it's true, it's factual, it's unbiased, um, and, and, and it, it's reputable. Wow. Because that is our life and it, it is our bread. That is how we make money. And, wow. and you know, with social media and um, everything today, um, the minute you lose your reputation, I think uh, Richard Branson—not uh, Richard Branson—you um, know, the, the one of the wealthiest men in the world says it aptly. He says that you know, if you lose money, mm-hmm. we will forgive you. Yeah. But if you lose the reputation of a company, then we will be very ruthless towards you. True. And true. that's exactly. We yeah. have to maintain uh, the trust and the reputation that we have with mm. our customers, with our employees, and with the communities that we serve. All right, all that right. That is still a trusted brand after 150 years and more on this continent. Interesting. Okay, so the last question. If, uh, if I'm a student and uh, one day I want to work for Thomson Reuters, and uh, I mean, I like your, your, your values, I like... Your impact and everything. How do I uh, go about it? That is my favorite question you've asked all throughout this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we love that question. <laughs> well, we have um, a really, really good graduation program uh, here. Uh, we onboard graduates from their third year mm-hmm. of school. They join our company, we train them for a year. In their second year, they can decide if they want to move to another uh, division within our organization. And their third year, they can move again or stay within the division. And after three years, um, they also have the opportunity, or even earlier, in fact, if they, if they are showing real talent, yeah. to be uh, permanent staffs with us. We do this graduation program on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. And I would really encourage your listeners, um, if they are graduates, to please uh, go on our website, look at our career and and and, and job um, tabs, and really apply. Look out for them. They normally come out in around uh, January, February, mm-hmm. and to please apply. We do try to take in a minimum of about fifteen every year, just for Johannesburg, and we also have. Um, um, Heads in Lagos and in uh, Nairobi, which are our uh, large, our largest offices in the west and the east of Africa. Yeah. No. Thank you very much, Sonabuise. Uh, keep up doing the good work and uh, of informing, connecting, and empowering the continent of Africa. Thank you very much, uh, Refinitive, for the wonderful work. Thank you, Edzai. We will definitely continue to empower Africa's success. Sure. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thank you.